Tonight, from Hermiston, Oregon, it's the Rant and Rave Podcast with Brandon Martin, Jordan Little, Eric Lima, Michael Bombardier, and Yuria Ibarra as they rant about the latest news, sports, and much more. Let the ranting and raving begin. Well, thank yeah. you, Mr. Alex. But yes, thank you, Mr. Alex Perez, for the usual introduction. And of course, credit to Leon Calavera for our intro. And good evening or afternoon, wherever you're currently at in this uh, time frame, as we welcome you to episode number 97 of the Rants and Rave podcast. Glad you could join us here this week. And before we introduce our uh, other co-hosts, I want to make this announcement right here, right now. As for the cameo portions for the episode 100 of the show, as for the folks who wants to do the cameo, it has to be 45 seconds limited to that. And just simple, do a video and all that, and, and you can just send it to me on this, uh, just my name, Brendan Martin, and then... I'll have uh, David can do the uh, the editing portions to put the whole thing together, have it ahead of time before episode 100. But either way, if you do want to do a cameo, you got one week from today to do so. Again, 45 seconds is the limited to do the cameo. And do video, please, if you want it and anything you want to do. But either way, on congratulating 100 episodes. Hey. Just simple as that. And with that being said, I am the co-founder, the co-creator, producer, and also one of the five main co-hosts of the show, Brandon Martin. And next to me, as always, is the other co-founder, the other co-creator, the second of four main co-hosts, the five main co-hosts of the show, excuse me, and also part of the Bumbling Bozos Variety Program, my good friend, Jordan Little. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get muted. <clears throat> yeah, I now my mic. But yeah, it's going to be a great show as usual. I apologize for the technical difficulties. I guess I mute my mic because, you know, and I just got something from my dad because he recently came back from, a, you know, from a one day, you know, trip because he did this uh, with my mom last week and now this week. But this one, you got me some kind of pocket knife with ver with various things. It's got my name on it. There's actually, you know, well, for you, that's why your parents don't give you one. <laughs> but either way, either way, we're going to have ourselves a great time. It's going to be interesting. And as usual, we got three topics on hand. But I also have a very particular topic, you know, that will be my first topic, you know, when it's my turn. But either way, it's great to be here as always, you know, and we are just three weeks away from episode 100 of the Rain Ray podcast. And the think that all the hard work and effort we put in this show, you know, especially Brandon mostly since it's his channel. But yeah, I'm telling you, I can't wait for the next three weeks. But like you said, get those cameos out there, 45 seconds long. That's all you need. So that way you can be part of the cameo appearance of the show. Yep, indeed. And of course, with us is none other than Mr. Eric Lima. Hey, what's going on, America? What's going on? This is a 97th episode, Rant and Raid podcast. I'm here. I'm honored to be here once again with Brandon, Jordan, Michael, and Ariel Abar. And um, 
we got, like I said, three topics. I'm looking forward for 100 episode, the hundredth episode, and uh, we'll see what what we have in store for you guys for today. So, um, stay tuned and uh, enjoy the show. Yep, indeed. And along with us is Mr. Michael Bombardier. Good evening or good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 97. Three weeks away from episode 100. I cannot wait for it. Yes, and and with this as this time is the other uh, host of the Bumbling Bozos Variety Program, which is Uriel Ibarra, aka Ibarra Bro Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi ho! Uh, this is Ibarra, this is Ibarra, aka Ibarra Studios, back again for yet another episode of the Rant and Ray Podcast, and where we all we do is just blabber about random things and talk, maybe talk about wrestling. Maybe talk about Muppets, but let's get let's get angry and let's get some some show burning. Let's get angry. Yes, and of course uh, the usual Q and A once we hit the uh, thirty minute mark, and then we'll get to our three. <clears throat> and as usual, we always. Uh, but if we, if we don't get any questions, we still have three times to kill some time. Oh my God! He, you there was actually a shirt for that. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. eh, all the same. Okay, so my mom literally got herself a T-shirt while she was, you know, and guess what? What it is? Well, yeah, she may have bought it for you, but then again, like it looks pretty, looks pretty good either way. But it's her shirt. <laughs> Mama bear, there you go. Yes, there you go. How appropriate is that? Appropriate, yes. yes. Yes, Mrs. Little in the house with the mama bear. I'm actually, yes, sir. I'm actually wearing a yes, sir. I'm actually wearing a bear shirt as well. Yes, boy. But yeah, let's give some shout outs in the live chat. First yes. up, we got Bill, Ben Wellner. How you doing? Uh, the fan of game shows. Uh, Jeffrey, how you doing? Network 98. How, how, how have you been doing lately? And there's also Mr. Bombardier here as well. But then there's Jay. How are you doing? And Chase 25. Yep. And oh, Raven Powers. How are you doing? And Bob Moody just Moody. came in the house. Hello, everyone in the chat. Got some questions for us. Got some got some interesting tidbits for us. What is going on in your lives today? <laughs> but either way, um, Uncle Tigger's a guest. What you talking about, Tigger? <laughs> what, what, what you talking about, Tigger? Yeah, I. <laughs> I'm not, oh, I'm not gonna go there. And I'll, I'll, I'm still, I'm still thinking about the, that situation. I wonder how. Good, good. Take care of the family. Oh, that's good. That just move, just move. Jay Houston in the house. Total drama content. What's going on? Telling uh, happy, uh, happy early birthday, Billy Moody, turning twenty-seven. Can't wait for it. That's pretty good. Just moved yesterday. That's good, Ben. Like I said, uh, yeah. Raven Powers taking care of the family. That's oh, pretty good to hear. That's a huge news. Thank you, Chase, for that. I'm not surprised either. Ooh. This Friday? No, you mean tomorrow night. And it's yeah. at the first dance. And I'll be doing a live reaction stream of that. And this guy will be coming with me. Yep. At the United oh. Center. And speaking of that, tonight is a special edition of AEW Dark Elevation, which is the hype up for it. Mm. Wait, AEW Elevation moved to Thursdays? Or, the, or are they still no, on Mondays? No, this is a special edition. It's still on Mondays. 
Oh. Well, speaking of, of Thursday, and since it's also where Impact is going to be broadcasted, I, I mean, I'm not going to be – well, I'm not going to spoil anything out of respect for Eric, but there's going to be something on there that I don't agree with. But then again, what they're going to do, it's what, what they're going to do. But then again, it's – I mean, like, I mean, I don't have to agree with it, but, hey, it's it's their company, but – Thing is, I kind of like things like uh, if they whatever were, it is. I'm not too, the only thing I know for sure that's happening tonight on Impact. Melina is making her debut. <laughs> not gonna lie, Melina is one of the best out there. Oh, hello, Hiroshi Maru, Daniel in the chat. Hiroshi Maru in the house. Oh, I'm not oh, chasing he, anymore. he was just saying if if it's confirmed with CM Punk. Oh, is it confirmed? I'm not so wait, sure. Is it? Wait, is it confirmed? Uh, wait, oh, what? Is it oh, 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 Chase, sorry about that. Oh, that was a question. I didn't read your comment correctly. I thought he said it. it I it. promoted the Q and A. There you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. is it confirmed? I don't know, but then again, if it is true, then I will be reacting with to it with you know Brandon here tomorrow night. So, but either way, um. Paul White and Tony Schiavone will have have the call for tonight's special AEW elevation. No, those two have known each other since their WCW days, that's for sure. It's funny how why they still call it, you know, dark elevation. Shouldn't they? I mean, haven't maybe they should call it more elevation than dark because yeah, dark is going to be dark's going to be moving to. Oh, by the way, dark's going to be moving to actual network TV. Do you not oh. know that? Like on my network oh, TV. What? Really? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It's gonna wow. happen. It's gonna happen on August 31st on my network TV. Hmm. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that I think you know it's probably run its course because I think Elevation's probably taking over much. But then again, in my view, I think they should just rename it from Dark to Elevation because I feel like that's how that's mm -hmm. way more better than just naming it you know as a mm -hmm. spinoff to the original show that they're already doing. Now, as for it becoming a net being being on my network TV, I would prefer Elevation to be on my network TV because dark. If I recall, when you do dark matches, they're supposed to be not broadcasted. Mm, exactly. Yeah, AEW Dynamite. Yeah, moving to TBS. <laughs> well, here comes the the ultimate Cena hater himself, Romy boy. Of course. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, wait a second, Hiroshi. Wait, I see what's. Oh, I see what Jerome. Why he? Why he uh, reacted? I'm waiting for SummerSlam. People want Cena to win. The oh, people. Oh, well, yeah, that's the sheep, the shills, because mostly the audience is no is more into. Is that? It's actually more the audience that would actually cheer. Cena, like the ones that actually are religious towards the WWE product instead of the passionate, you know, hardcore wrestling style, you know, that is professional wrestling. My nutsack team. But they want, <laughs> but Cena. that's not, but that's not what, that's not. <laughs> you guys in the chat, man, you guys are hilarious. hilarious. That's, that's what they want, but that's not what we hardcore wrestling fans want, want because I, I mean, I don't. Which mean, I don't dis. Is why I don't diss Cena that much because he's from my home state of Massachusetts. So, so. bias much. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to say Cena is going to win. I respect Cena, though. I respect all talent in wrestling. You know. That's nice. Wait, Romy loves Cena. Taking proper bumps is equivalent to Jordan's reading level. Wow, Jerome. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? Jerome. Well, you know. Well, you know what? My hate for Brock Lesnar is way more intense than your hatred of John Cena. Seriously. <laughs> Eh. Besides, at least no, I'm not gonna. Right. Besides, I'm not gonna. I mean, I don't bet. Here's the one thing that you can admit. I mean, I'm not gonna bash Romy or make false allegations of him and make a created superstar of him being, you know, nothing but naked and big and bald head facing John Cena with a storyline making uh, <laughs> slanderous remarks. So, not like some people, mm. a certain Mark, as it were. Mm. And I know I. I Ibarra would be like Ixnay on the Ark May. <laughs> well, no, I used to say Ixnay on the drama. So, I'm, Larry, I'm, a, I'm a Dre. Oh, my. my nutsack TV. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. It's going to, I mean, it's, I mean, like, I feel like it will happen. But then again, this will give me a reason to watch something on Tuesday night. So. You should talk about Triple H. Oh, well, actually, I think he has. But then again, I don't know which, whose golden shovel was worse. Now, think of these three names. Ready? I don't know which golden shovel was worse. John Cena, Triple H, or Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Slap nuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where the hell Roman Reigns? Uh, team Edwards versus Team Jacob and Twilight. <laughs> oh, 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 God already. <laughs> Mike. Psycho Mike. Psycho Mike got you again. Although he got me earlier. He got me earlier this week. Okay, Mike. Um, okay. This is a joke that Mike will laugh. Uh oh, spaghettios. I bet Mike right now he's tying the laughter when I said that. Jeff Jarrett never drew a dime. He never drew a nickel either. You never drew slap nuts either. <laughs> you never drew a penny during the It's kind of I don't, you know, the only thing that the only thing that could have made Jeff Jarrett great is if he were billed more as the kind of guy that can be a destroyer. But then again, he he didn't have, he didn't have bulky muscles, but then again, he should have been he should have had like a lot more charisma instead of, you know, just the guitar, you know. Because because he's always remembered for the guitar, you know. Or it's him and Donkey Kong Jr. I don't know. That's all. I mean, that's what I think Jeff Jarrett. That's what Jeff Jarrett is always remembered for. Just the guy with the guitar and smacking over your head kind of deal. And calling people slap nuts. Oh, and then uh, Jerome says, hey, Jarrett, New Jack did it better with the guitar. <laughs> no, I'd have to go with the, no, I'd have to go with the honky tonk man. But then again, that's just a different thing. Because I think honky tonk, you know, was the one who did it first, so. I'll always prefer him over Elias any day. Honky Tonk Man, I agree. But at least Honky, well, at least Elias can get the fan can you know have the fans get you know can have the fans over you know. Yeah, but he's about to change change that gimmick of his. He did. Yeah, because um, if you if you saw Raw, what he's been doing was um, uh, 
he grabbed, you know, there was a bonfire and he put his guitar inside the bonfire and he said, WWE, you should stand for walkable Elias, but Elias is dead. Ah. So, I don't know what's going to happen. But I've always loved his song, Amen, though. He did a pretty good job. Very talented. I, I cannot deny that. Yeah, Macho Man is a a better intercontinental champion, but then again, Honky Tonk Man is the one who still holds the record for longest reigning intercontinental champion, which is becoming very apparent at this point. I don't think anybody could ever beat that record. If I'm being brutally honest, well, Jose says his old Facebook account, Facebook got hacked. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Uh, his old Facebook got hacked sometime, uh, last week. He had to create a new one. And so that's why, you know, but still. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a second. I just realized something. Did you guys see SmackDown? I didn't watch it, but I heard that Baron Corbin stole the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. I so saw what? It. So what? What? What does this mean? What? What are we dealing with here? Are we like is Baron like committing? You know, he's going like, to deal with the pissed off uh, Big E because Big E's wor- worked hard for that damn briefcase. So he's what? So, so, so what's what's going to happen? Is, there's is Big actual e- money in there. He thinks, he thinks there's, there's some, well, there's some, well, actually he did say that a title, you know, and whatever, and then big money and all that. Like, I mean, but I will say though, mm. that when it comes down to it, what, what could Biggie do? Like wiggle his hips. Mm. Mm. They make, they're making Baron Corbin a joke. Yeah. He's been made. He was made into a joke after Cena buried him, and I can admit that Cena, that, 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 <laughs> that that I call him Boren Snorbin, you know, because the, I'm gonna admit this right here. Baron Corbin used to be my wild card. I yeah. I thought he would go. Play, oh oh wait, guys, got I got to do something. Brb. Oh okay, that that's all right. But yeah, <clears throat> I think I think when the moment they had him like waste that opportunity, I think they should have had him win the title from gender if we're being honest but then again i mean i think they allowing john cena to bury him like that just to you know even make cena look even horrible it's it's bad Mm. Mm. shinsuke nakamura is now intercontinental champion oh sweet king nakamura king nakamura what is with this king in names like seriously or since King Nakamura, as I call him. Yeah, he beat Baron Corbin Speak. for the crown. That's how Baron Corbin got all started. And you remember, you know, you talk about long term storytelling. It went, remember the Money in the Bank ladder match on the, well, it took out in the corporate building last year? And Baron Corbin, I think, he, I forget, I think he was fighting Rey Mysterio. And he grabbed, I think he, he grabbed one of the weights and threw it at the mirror and it broke. Hold on. Hold on, Billy Moody. Uh, okay, there's two questions. Uh, amongst the members of the NWO, who do you think was the best? Hulk Hogan, Kevin Ash, or the Macho Man? Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Going to dig with the Macho Man there. I'll, I'll, I'll give Hogan credit where credit's due, along with Nash and Hall, but still, it should have been the three of them. And maybe a fourth person, but still, the three of them put together, they, they were like, they were the main, you know, uh, products of the NWO. Why they added more members? It's like they could have added more members to create a roster for their own brand, you know, split. Like mm-hmm. so they could. In fact, that was the original idea. Yeah. So that way they could take over uh, WCW Monday Nitro and have it NWO Monday Nitro, 
while the new show that they were going to have Thunder, WCW Thunder, was going to be the main show for WCW sh stars. And mm -hmm. thus, that way, we you could see why there was the whole WCW NWO pay-per-views, you know? Yeah. At least that was the plan. And for whatever reason, it's like as if something came up and somebody didn't want that to happen. Like, that was higher up than Bischoff. So, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, you know how hard it is to work one major show but work with a another uh, major show altogether like especially with the storytelling mm. i was saying the long-term storytelling for baron corbin uh when he before he threw alistair black and ray off the roof apparently um he uh <laughs> he grabbed one of the weights and threw it against a mirror and a mirror broke you know if you break a mirror in seven years bad luck and here's what Baron Corbin's going through right now is bad luck. And he's trying to do whatever it takes to try to change that. It can rip off a briefcase. We'll and that's exactly what Kurt Angle predicted after the, yeah. on the night after WrestleMania <clears throat> 2019. And, and yeah. Raven also asked us one question. What do you all think about Indy and Dexter getting engaged? Um, Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis getting engaged. I didn't see that coming. I didn't expect it. But I'll tell you what, that, that was good. But hearing Johnny Gargano complain about actually Gargano is pretty Chase, funny. Actually, Chase, technically this Saturday, not Sunday, because they have the pay-per-view this Saturday. Yeah, Saturday Saturday Sunday's NXT takeover. Yep, takeover. That is um <clears throat> that Romy, is, uh, I know I know your hatred for John Cena is through the roof, but still, I mean you better not try and jinx it and say that nobody's gonna beat Reigns because eventually it will happen one day, and if it turns out to be Cena, you're gonna be you're gonna be tearing the roof off your joint. I'm telling you. I was. Yeah. Is, I, I don't. Let me tell you something. I don't want. I don't want it to happen either. To be honest with you, I may be a John Cena fan, but still, making him a 17-time champion, it would be kind of too much, if you ask me. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Why would they wait? Wait! I heard Vince tore both his quads creating the NWO. No, he tore both his quads when he tried to head to the ring, and, and you know when that botched uh, you know uh, draw happened, you know with Cena and Batista at the Rumble 05. <laughs> Cena is not winning. Well, I, I don't, I don't really know who's gonna win because knowing McMahon, he'll he's he's gonna do something very unexpected somehow. <laughs> but but then again, who knows? Uh, and of course, uh, Daniel Cross versus Joe is better than Reigns versus Cena. You know what? I, I, I mean, I'm, okay, okay oh, let me no. just say this. I'm going to review both those matches, and I'm going to give it my unbiased review on next week's episode of R and R. And I'll and I'll and I'll determine of you know which one will be better in my book, and it'll be on my opinion, not on everybody else's. Yeah. I bet. I bet. I you know. I believe that's the reason why Chase stopped watching, but I think it's probably because of other reasons, I bet, too. Because, one, uh, logic, name one. So, he was one of the main reasons. Yeah, one of the main reasons. I knew there were more reasons than that. 
just one of them, but not all. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I mean, it's all for Linda McMahon's, you know, uh, thing in pol politics. I mean, like, <clears throat> if you're going to be in politics, don't like, like, let me just say this. If you're going to be in politics and go out of wrestling, then don't, don't think like what your family does running a company is going to affect your, you know, political, you know, agenda or, or propaganda or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Creative is garbage. I can, I agree with that. And I agree with Mike's situation. When they, that file, they took the fun out with it. Yeah. Whoa, dang you, World Wildlife Fund. World Wildlife Fund for nature. Yeah, for... Uh, they're the ones that... Oh, they were, WWE, the World Wrestling Federation, has made more... Has, has made more uh, money than us. Well, then we're going to sue them for the name... For the initials. All for, all for initials. Yeah. yeah, you know what I call that? I call that robbery. And mm. I call that, you know taking away dignity within a wrestling company. Mm. You know, what really makes it even bad is TNA did the exact same thing, you know, mm. changing their name too. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have Big E hold the championship than Reigns or Cena for this. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a bold prediction, but that all depends if he's going to still have that briefcase because for mm. Russell, well, that's a very big bold prediction, but then oh. again, why? But then again, how is that even possible? I mean, he'll beat he'll beat the crap he'll beat the crap out of uh, Baron Corbin to get his briefcase back. He's but gonna that's be the thing, though. That's the thing, though. Last time we had someone have money in the bank, they they lost it, you know, and then the and then the fall and then the successor would win the WWE title. How do we know this isn't just you know another thing altogether? Because this will be the third time it's happened. Rollins and Edge will be an excellent matchup. I'm gonna have to. Agree. I I agree with that one too. That could be like match of the night. I I can predict it. I do know one thing though. If the Intercontinental Title is not booked for this Saturday, then I'm sorry. Then that's that's terrible. Especially even if even if you put on the pre-show, it's that's gonna be making it look bad for its reputation being a great title to elevate you to main event status too, or just keep you as one of the greatest mid carters of all time. Well, here's the deal, Mike. Um, he said, "Take the uh, build this one like Damian Priest. Damian Priest is on Raw, and he's challenging Sheamus for the United States title, which I'm hoping he takes that title from Sheamus." Yeah, because I think when it comes down to Sheamus, I'm sorry, he went bought, he went over the 30 day limit period. I mean, the, I I take I take great pride in tradition in re regards to wrestling. Yeah, they should go back to that 30 day title defense. Then. I'm looking forward to Walter dragging off to NXT Takeover. I think that I think okay, which one is going to happen? Dragonoff versus Walter or Joe versus Cross to be the main event of Takeover Thirty Six this Sunday? Probably Joe Cross, and I, you know, I think uh, you know, Dragonoff, Dragonoff, and Walter should be like second. If it was a, if they allow a double main event, you know what I think? I think one match should be the startup match, and the other should be the main event. Because let me tell you something: one of those matches have got to be more important than the other. But right. I do know one thing. One of them will steal the show, but one of them has to be the main event. 
That's Neither what's most Cole, important. Well, Cole, Cole and O'Reilly could be the main event, and that, that's another. That's another. What uh, What happened with Ibarra? Uh, he said he got to do something. He said he'd be right back. Hopefully, he'll be back in time. You know. But then again, we're about to start our topics in the next two minutes. You know. Mm-hmm. Neither Cole and O'Reilly is the main event. You want to bet? <laughs> Where celebrities win. Uh, <laughs> Where celebrities win. Oh, oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. When GFW colluded with included TNA is where TNA died. Actually, TNA died the moment they announced that TNA is dead. But they, but that the problem is, the problem is they, like, sorry about that. They just like you know, I mean, like 2017 was the last year TNA was acknowledged, and I think it was early 2017. Mm Wait, hold on. Looks like Lucky from the Lucky Chum cereal. What? Oh. Wait, you said. Wait, you said Roman Reigns. Thought you said Roman Reigns. Wait, what? Uh, he said Roman Reigns. Make up your damn mind. By the way, J Man's legit. And yeah, let Joe Dragon in the house. Oh, Dragon. Hey, hold on. Sloppy Joe versus Jacking Off. Oh my god. <laughs> Jacking Off. <laughs> okay, that's clever. <laughs> Don't you call that half breed Samoa Joe? Call what he is, and that's Sloppy Joe. <laughs> He's <laughs> fat. Oh, wow. <sighs> Scott Steiner, he was hilarious. <laughs> Scott, yep. Steiner was, Scott Steiner's hilarious on impact. Yeah. But hey, yeah. He's a fat. Stop calling me fat. Him and Bully Ray. Bully Ray's they, um, they were hilarious. <laughs> I bet, I mean, if you want, I bet if they wrestle in the indie circuit, I bet it's the same thing. But either way, um, thirty minutes have passed. Yep. Um, and I think it's time that we start our topics. Yes. Tech guy, thank you, legendary dragon tech guys. Oh, your famous saying, Jordan. Let's go, ho! There we go. All right, start off. I'm batting leadoff for a for the debut episode of AEW Rampage. I we meet. We, me and him, uh, Brandon, we uh, watched it this past Friday. Now, I shouldn't have ended it abruptly because I thought it was going to be one hour because I thought it was going to end after once it begins, it ends in one hour. But apparently there was more to it. But I think you'll explain more for the main event after what happens. But, yeah. Yeah, I'll explain more. First up is the Impact World Championship match. We've got Christian Cage taking on Kenny Omega, accompanied by Don Callis. The Invisible Hand. The winner of the match, go ahead with the cue. Impact World Champion Christian Cage. And you close your eyes, your life, and they get truth revealed. <laughs> I like that theme song, the yeah. waterproof blonde version. But I even, but but I, yeah, that version. But I also like the Christian Cage theme in T, from TNA better. And yes, I say TNA, 
but you know they yeah. they want to make it difficult. However, I the story I of the year version was weird. Yeah, and that was no, that was yeah, that was the whole uh, Jim Johnston variant of it. You know, when he was uh, doing music for WWE before he was oh. released. But I will say though, um, when I first saw this match with Brandon, when we were reacting to it last week, I thought it was very. I thought it was out of nowhere. Like, like this is like this is incredible. They have their first episode of their first live Friday night show. It's not, and I don't think it's meant to compete with SmackDown because if it did, it would be on the same time frame as it. So there you go. But I digress. Christian Cage winning the Impact World Championship was out of nowhere, and it only begs the question, is it going to happen again at All Out for the AEW World title? Now, personally, I don't think it should, but then again, stranger things have happened, and plus, uh, Jericho has won the world title, you know, you know, he, because he was the inaugural champion. Yeah. So I but, think it'd be, I think it'd be cool if we, we were to see Christian versus Chris Jericho, you know, in the future, because they, they know how to put on a good match. Yeah. So the time of that one was 15 minutes and 28 seconds. I call that match of the night. Yeah, same with me. And then we have the we have the AEW TNT Championship match. We got the God's favorite champion Miro taking on Fuego del Sol. Yeah, and this was also if he if he were to win that match, he'd be given a contract. Mm-hmm. Winner of the match and still TNT champ Miro. Time of the match. Put in the word, Brandon. Uh, a quickie! No, no, no. It's a, a quickie! Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's almost two minutes. One minute and 59 seconds. But after the match, Sammy Guevara came out. Uh, and this oh, yeah. is something I didn't expect. Now, this was initially said that if Fuego Del Sol were to win, he would be given a contract. He got the contract anyway. Yep. Oh. Yeah, so AEW roster, Fuego's coming for you. And then. I could say right now, I mean, it was actually a good moment, but. The thing, thing of it is, I knew it was going to be a squash match because Noah Miro, he's supposed to be a dominant champion, but that's the whole point to build him up, you know, just to, you know, stack him up, he'll knock him down. Yeah. And then, you know what time it is? And yes, in the words of, the famous words, mind you, of Todd Grisham, always on Sunday night, he, the main event. Which is the AEW Women's World Championship match. And it's only and, and there's a reason for that because it was live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and because Dr. Britt Baker is from Pittsburgh, that yeah, it was only that, but yeah. My view, I feel like they should have had Christian Cage and Kenny Omega as the main event, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Or as Britt Baker likes to call it Britsburg. Yes. Britsburg, yeah. Britsburg. All right, so the competitors. We've got the current champion, Dr. Britt Baker, D-M-D. D. Hey, hold on. I agree I agree with Mike. I miss, I miss Sunday Night Heat, too. In fact, I wish if they were to bring that back and especially make that as a pre-show to WWE pay-per-views, 
and then also have some maybe just a championship match here and there every now and then. Maybe we'd actually get somewhere with you know talent that's not being utilized properly for for Raw. Oh, of course, jeez, Ben. Of course, of course, Britt Baker is accompanied by a rebel. No, not Reba. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Take no. it on, Red Velvet. No, that's just describing yourself, Ben. Don't compare me or Michael. <laughs> All right, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, is taking on Red Velvet. Yeah, and I'm telling you, it was the, the crowd. I, I mean, I, I've never, I mean, I've seen a lot of heels get over in their hometowns, but never have I seen something like that. Like Britt Baker, from start to finish, was over despite playing the villain. And even though um, Red Velvet, I mean, she, being the babyface, still, I mean, she got the hell boot out of her in that arena last week. Yeah, and I mean, it was like. It just re it reminded me of John Cena versus Rob Van Dam at ECW One Night Stand 2006 for the uh, WWE title. Oh, yeah. Winner of the match and still AEW Women's World Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Time of the match, 10 minutes and 35 seconds. But it was after the match mm. where, where Chris Stadlander and Red Velvet were attacked by a returning Jamie Hayter. Wait, yep. hold on. That's not true. They have to be be with women in the first place in order to make, for that to happen. Well, considering I'm actually talking to one, but then again, I'm not going to reveal too much about that. So you might as well, you know, might want to stop where you're ahead, Romy. And I mean ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Ahead. <laughs> so, so, and then, and then, Dodger Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hader who stood tall to end the show. That's the end of my first topic. Back to you, Brandon. Well, speaking of me, I'm up. All righty. And for this one, I'll since I'll go ahead and pull that up, this will be, of course, will be the, the updates, of course, for Relentless Wrestling. That will take place a week from this Saturday over there at the Trailbreaker Sour House in Liberty Lake, Washington. There we go. Okay, they had a they got a match updated. Two match cards will be happening already. So that was the one from from last week was um, that uh, Gregory Sharp making his relentless wrestling debut, going to go up against the flip artist Matt Vandegrift, and also when it ha already happened, the other match of that happened on Tuesday will take place will be the inaugural WWE first ever in, in this generation WWE Cruiserweight Champion TJ Perkins going to go up against uh, Jay Cafe which is going to be an interesting matchup to see and of course get your tickets right now before it sells out once again for Relentless Wrestling Hot August Spice and that will be it for my uh, first topic regarding to the two match cards. All right, next. I'll go ahead and type in yet again. Let's see who's up. And 
Ow. Back up. Wow. For Monday Night Raw. We start off the show with a match which put AJ Styles, one half of the Raw Tag Team title champions, AJ Styles, accompanied by Omos, taking on the original bro, Riddle. Bro. I'm, I, wait, was it a tag team match or was it just a singles no, match? No, it was just, a, it was just one-on-one action. Yeah. And I and I think if memory serves me correct, since you know RK Bro won, they're gonna get a ta- Raw tag team title match this Saturday at SummerSlam, right? Mm. Well, the winner of the Styles versus Riddle match was AJ Styles. What? Well, wait. What's the point of them getting a title shot this Saturday if they didn't win? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's more to this. All right. There's more to this. Time of that that match was 11 minutes. Wait, what was it again? What ma- Wait, was it AJ versus AJ, uh, AJ versus Riddle? Oh, okay. It was Actually, single. No, wait, 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 wait. Matt, get a clue. Oh, oh. Riddle, <laughs> That's. Bro. I was. I used to call him Matt the uh, Matt uh, Riddler. You know, I was in the Riddler from Batman. I went, and when I first saw Matt Riddle, I thought he looked like if uh, Jeff Spicoli of from Fast Times Ridgemont High and Steve-O had a kid. Mm. But nevertheless, we got, and then on the next one, we got Rhea Ripley taking on Nikki A.S.H. Oh, yeah, Nikki match- Ash. Yeah, yeah, winner of the match, Rhea Ripley. Time of the match, 820 seconds. This is my brutality. And then we have a two-on-one handicap match. Drew McIntyre taking on Veer and Shane Key, accompanied by Jinder Mahal. Winner of the match, Drew McIntyre. Time of the match, 3 minutes and 35 seconds. And there was a stipulation where... Uh, that would, if Drew McIntyre won the match, Beer and Shanky would be banned from ringside at SummerSlam. It's got, you know what? I think I, I like that because when you think about it, this should be just between him and Mahal. But I, yeah. I wish this happened and call me crazy, but mm-hmm. I wish that Heath Slater could come back for one night only just to be the special guest referee. That would be interesting if it did. And then. And then for the next matchup, we got Damian Priest, the archer of me. Bullseye. Taking on The Miz, accompanied by John Morrison. As as a Romy boy would call him, the Jizz. Yep. (laughs) I actually have no problem with The Miz, to be honest with you. Wait, hold on. Slater, I feel like a. A hundred thousand bucks. The Miz, the love child of Fire Marshal Bill and the whammy from Pressure Luck. Well, you know what? The one thing you can respect about The Miz is this. He knows how to make uh, MGF how to shut up on social media. <laughs> I, I'll do yeah. that. Well, winner of the match, Damian Priest. Time of the match. Go ahead for the word. A Two minutes and 40 seconds. It's time for their handstand yet? 
It'll be time for it, or you know, when when the time is right, but not today. I mean, I I mean I, I'll break my. I mean, I broke. I mean, I broke my tailbone once. I mean, I mean, I think you know people love seeing me break my tailbone. We're not here to kill anybody on this podcast. No. <laughs> Wait, but MJF can actually wrestle. Well, hey, so can hey, like, I don't know what it is. What what is it with people when they say that the Miz can't wrestle? I've seen him countless times, and I've never seen anything wrong with how he performs. I mean, the only thing that MJF could not do is star movies. Well, he That's sounds it. like. But going back to Raw, oh, man, we got. Me. I did. I... You know. Sorry, Mike. Oh my God! You know, in this case, worst case scenario, one of these days, if I ever lose my virginity, I ain't ever telling you, Romy. You can forget about that now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the reason why I'm laughing, Jerome. But handstand does Jordan have to take a piss? I just can't. I just peeing. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. A quickie sounds like Jordan's sex life. Yeah, it sounds like your sex life. Only the problem is you're older than me, Mike. Oh, boy. I'm going back. Following that, going back to Raw. Go we got Mansoor, accompanied by Mustafa Ali, taking on Mace, accompanied by T Bar. Winner of the match, Mansoor. One of the time of the match, again with the word. A quickie! And even two minutes. And then we got Randy Orton taking on Omas, accompanied by AJ Styles. Uh, I bet that'd be match of the night. <laughs> Winner of the match as a result of a disqualification, Randy Orton. Time of the match, four minutes and 30 seconds. And by the way, Hey, Jordan, you hit it right on the head. SummerSlam, RK-Bro versus AJ Styles at a Moss for the Raw Tag Team titles. At least all the Raw titles we defended, but that only leaves one SmackDown uh, title left remaining. That's the Intercontinental Championship. Hang on. Well, Jordan, there's a thing called a credit card charge for an hour. (laughs) And then... Wait, J-Man's sex life will be more... Will be more like playing detective with shoot with a shoehorn trying to find the. <laughs> Boy, they are roasting you today, Jordan. What is going on? <laughs> At least Man. I'm taking it like I'm taking it like a champion, though. <laughs> wow. Boy, they going after you. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny coming coming from a lot of people, and yet I know most of these people. And yet, it's, I mean, like, come on, guys. You all dream of, of having the same thing I'll, I'll have one day, even if. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to brag saying that it is going to happen because let me tell you something. I'm not all about wanting to be braggadocious when it happens, you know? Oh, uh, man. Wow. And then, yeah. And then 
We got the NXT champion, Karrion Cross, taking on Jeff Hardy. TikTok. Winner of the match, Karrion Cross. Time of the match again with the word. A quickie! Raw has more oh. quick quickies than Jerome. <laughs> and this was a real quickie, 50 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> and then we got a women's tag team match play a holla holla. Oh, yeah. Finally, we get this. And a prime minister for Andrew. Ha ha ha. We got Charlotte Flair. Or is Brandon oh, Jerome oh, like to call oh, 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 oh. The, the queen? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. This is not Shayna Baszler. Charlotte right. Flair. Now, 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 now. But either or way. The Android 18 female version of Roman Reigns. <laughs> Wait, and don't let it part. get you. Actually, I have a better. Actually, I have like a guilty pleasure song. I might post it in the live chat for you guys to, you know, to go to, and then you'll see why I got more confidence about myself than you know than you guys think. Mm. You guys and promised you're... me. You guys promised me leave. <laughs> I think you promised me. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. If you guys don't, don't know what that is, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll tell you personally. If you guys want to personally DM me about that inside joke, because that that's freaking funny. You promised me. Anyway, go ahead, Mike. And her partner. Here comes your cue, Brandon. Naya. No. 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 It's supposed to be like this. You're supposed to say my butt. Oh yes. My so, yeah. butt. Oh my hole! <laughs> it felt like you feel like she went to the bathroom. Okay, it felt like you know every time time I feel like I hear her say that, like my butt and ah oh, my hole. It's like as if she went to the bathroom, try to go, try to go like real quick on the toilet, but the problem is the the plunger was left inside the toilet. Yeah, that that's and they're, <laughs> and they're taking on Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. Winners of the match: Charlotte Flair and Nia oh. Jax. Hold on. Oh, you know, hold on. You know what, Chase? You raise a good point. <clears throat> Shots for you. Anyway, <laughs> winners of the uh, anyway winners of the match: Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax. Time of the match: seven minutes. And then, ten at the show. We got a segment. <laughs> oh wait, I just realized he, he just he and he just said, "Here comes free Willie." Oh my god, that for about uh, wow. Uh, wait, hold on. She broke the the toilet like Gary's worst night eating barbecue chicken. <laughs> oh my god, was that? Is that what ca caused the a botch? Is that what is that what is that what, is that what caused the botch this past Monday, or is that a different story altogether? Because I don't know what happened. I mean, it's like either something happened to Gary or something happened to his toilet, which I will give condolences to. I remember that, Jordan. That was years ago. J-Man, check your Facebook. Hold on one second. Well, nevertheless, Woo. to end Raw, we got a segment. 
Bobby Lashley, Goldberg face to face. Lashley tried to take a, a cheap shot, but Goldberg got the upper hand as he speared Bobby Lashley to end the show. That's the end of my second topic after all that chaos. Back to you, Brandon. Uh, and speaking of me, there we go. But yeah, this one I want to talk about. I'll give credit to my good to our good friend uh, Dante Pittman, which it says the following: Dr. Pepper released a chocolate flavored soul soda. What? I'm not making that up. A chocolate flavored soda. Yeah, I want to hear. Uh, hey, wait. Let me get. Uh, hold on. I gotta look this up. What is it called again? Dr. Pepper chocolate flavored soda. Dr. Pepper chocolate flavored soda. You know what? Hey, Romy, if you're watching, see if you can get get um, if you get can get Gary to do that this this Monday on both us. Oh, <laughs> I, I say, get him to say that. Yeah. Yep, and of course it's just released for just a limited time only on this one. Oh, good gosh. Of course, chocolate is a combination of Dr. Pepper and chocolate. I'm like, the heck? But and then unless I but I really digress on that one. I don't know if I will drink that. That's just kind of too weird. Not nah, yeah, you know. I'd rather have Yoohoo or Nestle Quick chocolate milk. Yeah, than not cho than chocolate soda. Not that Dr. Pepper with chocolate flavor. Dr. Pepper, I hate Dr. Pepper to be honest with you. Yeah, I tried uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend anyone in this. In this one, oh, good. I wouldn't God. recommend it on your worst enemy either. Let me tell you, even more, even more caffeine. And yeah. Just right about that. It's like it's like macaroni and cheese ice cream. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> yes, yes, Romy. I hate Dr Pepper. I tried it once. Yeah, never again. Uh, you said, uh, but either way, yeah. Uh, uh, but either way. Oh, good gosh. But yes, we want once again credit to um, uh, Dante for the post he posted on Facebook. And if you want to look it up for that, you're more than welcome to. I'll post the link into the uh, chat. But either way, that'll be the end of my second topic. And no, Psycho Mike, I am not kidding. All right. Next up. And, and come on. There we go. All right. All right, as you know, the preseason of NFL has started and there's already a fight in the stands, ladies and gentlemen. Crosstown game, Rams, Chargers. I'm going to put the link in the description about what's happening. It'll be described by some lady. Um, I don't know her name, but uh, there it is. Here's, here's a story. Um, one guy in an Aaron Donald jersey. I'm going to try to give you the uh, short version of it. Pat McAfee does this better than I could. Um, check this out. Uh uh, a, a guy in an Aaron Donald jersey arguing with four guys who probably were our Rams fans. And they were arguing back and forth, and there was a guy in, in a black t-shirt was his, was his friend saying, okay, that's enough. Not worth it. 
But there was another camera angle where some lady, if you see a lady, it looks like um, an old lady, like a middle-aged lady in a striped shirt, big lady. She looked around for the camera like, is anybody looking? Nope. She was getting filmed. She grabbed, it's like, it's reminiscent almost of Malice of the Palace, and I'll explain why. She grabbed a drink, like, I don't know how much drinks cost in L.A. in, in, a, in a sports game. She tossed it over the four guys, hit the guy that turned his, in the Aaron Donald jersey, that turned his back, and, and decided, he turned around and took a swing at the people, and took a swing at the four guys, and, a, and that fight broke out. She escalated that fight by throwing the drink. Now, when I say Malice of the Palace, um, 2004 Pistons, uh, Pistons Pacers, where while Arnold Test was laying down, somebody tossed a drink at him, and he went up flying into the stands going after the person, supposedly who threw the drink at him, which got after the wrong person. But this lady, this lady decided, decided this lady decided she's looking like, I'll make myself famous, froze the drink. I could not believe she would do that. And then and then the, the husband in the yellow shirt is fighting off the friend in the in the black shirt because the friend in the black shirt was like, you started this whole thing, and she's over there screaming and running away. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, people are getting crazy now. I don't know what it is, but I just, uh, I'm just very, very just shocked about this whole thing. And, like, I, well, I'm not shocked about fights in the stands, but I didn't think we would get that bad. It was a crazy thing. It was a crazy thing. And she she's on camera. She was on camera. No, yeah, no cops security, right? Not nobody came down to break up the fight. I don't know. It's L it's LA, Romy. It's LA. You do the math. Yeah. So that's ends my first topic. All right. I know it would have been uh Ibarro's turn for that, but of course he is not here. But We'll uh, come back to him, and it's going to be back to you, Eric. Okay, and I'm going to say it one. I'll say it one. Yep, exactly. Um, was that the fight in L.A.? Yes, Killer Demon six six nine. That was the fight in L.A. Um, calling all Molina fans. Calling all Molina fans. Any Molina fans here or in chat or anything like that? Molina, like we we talked about this earlier. Molina will be making her Impact debut tonight. I cannot wait. I've had a crush on Molina since her days in an Eminem. When I first saw her, um, first saw them make their SmackDown debut back in April, I think April seventh of two thousand five. I think it was April seventh or fourteenth of two thousand five. On Carlito's Cabana, when he was interviewing Rey Mysterio, when and uh, and when I saw Molina doing that, and I thought she was, she was gorgeous and cute. When she did that entrance, that's it. I was in love. Everything and, and you know, despite her character in the WWE outside the ring, she's very sweet and all that. Um, I'm. I've always loved Molina. Can't wait. No, not Molina from Mortal Kombat. You nuts, Romy. Don't insult her like that. <laughs> Man, Romy. Boy. Yeah, I love Molina. She's making her debut tonight, preparing for her match against Deanna Perrazzo for the Impact Knockouts Championship at NWA Empower, which is an all-woman's pay-per-view that Mickey James is executive producing. I can't wait. And they're going to have also a women's tag team tournament through Crown the NWA Women's Tag Team Champions as and well. And also the NWA Women's title will be on the line too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Camille will, de will defend it against legit Layla Hirsch, which I'm, you know, this will be, um, Mickey James is really going all out in this tournament. Uh, 
in the, in this um pay per view as well. So, uh, like I said, Molina tonight Impact debut. If you're a Molina fan, watch it. I'm planning on watching it, and I'm looking forward to see what if she still got it in the ring. So, she still got it with the in ring entrance when she made her appearance confronting Deanna Parazzo. Splitting entrance. Yep, she did the entrance split. When she first came on in the scene, that so. en- that entrance happens to be my mom's favorite. Oh, oh. Uh, excellent! Everybody loves Molina. That's all I gotta say. So that ends my second topic. All right, and next up, before we get to our usual sponsors, it will be me. Hmm. All right, for my third and final topic, I'll be talking about Major League Baseball. For what's going to ha- be happening on tonight. Of course, the early games we have uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, or, you know, just the Los Angeles Angels, defeating the Tigers of 13 to 10. We have the Rays defeating the Orioles 7 to 2. Oh, and, that help us. And then we got the Mariners defeating the Texas Rangers <clears throat> in 11 innings, 9 to 8. And then we get the Trastros, I like to call them, beating the Royals in this one in 10 innings of 6-3. Athletics defeating the White Sox 5-4. The Arizona Diamondbacks defeating the Phillies of 6-2. And coming up in about four minutes, we'll have the Twins and the New York Yankees. Uh... Thank God my Red Sox got the night off. They need it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After that three-game sweep. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's like the like the Red Sox starting pitching did well, but then the bullpen starts blowing it in the end. Well, I do give the Yankees a lot of credit though because they know how to you know they get some good hitters on that team. Definitely, acquisition. I mean, the acquisition of Rizzo and uh, Gallo really helped that lineup, and that's probably one of the reasons why the Yankees have been doing well. I'll give them. That. I'll give them that. Even though my Red Sox, even though the Red Sox. On my on my team, but you know, hopefully the Red Sox can start bouncing back because we got Texas coming into town, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. And then we got eight minutes before this game. Got uh, the Marlins, the Miami Marlins, taking on the Cincinnati Reds. And also we have the Milwaukee Brewers going to take on the St. Louis Cardinals. Watch out! I, yep. I was in, didn't mean to interrupt, but the Brewers, watch out for them. I think they're they're long overdue for a championship. Yes, I think that's why they're they they're, they're, they got some hungry players on that team, and then I think the Brewers may end up taking it this year. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, and finally, but certainly not least, is the New York Mets taking on the Los Angeles Dodgers. <clears throat> Mets yep. Dodgers, no rivalry there. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Jester, so I agree. I'm hoping there'll be a kickback for Boston. Definitely. Hopefully, hopefully they are. We, we, need, we need some easy wins. We need to get back in this thing. Yep. And that's all the games that already hap- that will that will happen. Of course, the last four would be happening as of late. But either way, that'll be end of my uh, third and final topic regarding to the MLB. From tonight, and now we—that's the—that's uh, the first half. Now we go to our usual sponsors. We start off first with 
Jesse Carr over there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. So, Jesse, would you like to do the honors? What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, on Twitter you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C, and then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content, you'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right, let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. And, of course, finally, we'll have Alex Paris talks about the 25. Coming soon to YouTube. Looking for a channel that has awesome game shows, TV shows, and live streams, all created by Alex Paris? Well, the 25 has that answer for you. Coming mid-2021, an all-new YouTube channel created by Alex Paris brings you the 25, where we have game shows such as Bonzi's Jungle Challenge, Million Dollar Sharks, and Plank of the Game Show, along with other shows and awesome live streams. Launching mid-2021, you're watching the 25. Alright, thank you, Jesse and Alex. As we welcome you back to the second half of the show of the Rant Ray Podcast, episode 97. And originally, we'll, we would have started off with, of course, Ibarra, because he's, of course, he is not here. So, well, he that, was here earlier. Yes. He was here earlier. I don't know what's up with that now. Maybe it's a personal matter. It has to be. But, yeah. But either way, next one on the list. And pow. Finally, I thought I'd never get a chance. So anyway, um, I don't know if anybody is out, out there that knows this or not, but apparently there is a troll account trying to mimic me. Now, trying to, like, you know, use my profile picture. Now, who you saw in the chat earlier, that's, I mean, that guy, he's another different story. I mean, like, but I'll, I'll deal with him personally. But, however, there is a, uh, an account out there pretending to be me, both by name, my username, and my profile picture. And, and people, if you look in live chats, they'll probably assume that's me and they'll come after me. Well, I have the link to this account right here, and I will showcase it to you all in the live chat right now. So you go to this link, it'll lead you to the fake account. And all now, if you all want to do this, you know, um, I would advise you report the account just as I will as well to you know for not just you know wanting to ruin my image but also to remove it so that way we can probably get all these fake accounts removed that try to slander our name try to make us whether to make us either look homophobic racist or anything mean-spirited at the end of the day I cannot tolerate anybody you know trying to ruin my image but then again I don't want 
and yet I don't want to be, you know, vilified for something I haven't even done because normally I just don't do anything unless, you know, unless I have a good reason. And I don't think, and I don't think anybody would ever believe that I would ever say like, I, like I love white people or, or join the white culture or whatever, you know? So with that all being said, um, go ahead, everybody who's tuning in right now, there's the link to that fake account. If you want to report it, flag it, whatever you want to do, because, and this account may have been made like a couple of days ago, but still this person was dumb enough to even, you know, have it on, on a comment section. And I'll give credit to Sage of the six paths for, you know, giving me this information. He uh, deleted the comments of a video that he did. I don't know which one it was, but at the same time, it's only, I, I will give him credit where credit is due. So there you go, folks. Just go ahead and flag that channel if you, I mean, and, you know, that way I can, yeah. All right, done on my end. Yep. So... That's going to be it for my uh, first topic right there. Oh, right. Uh, looks like uh, Hiroshi Maru has uh, got, knows the identity. Well, it, like I said, I'm not going to drop any names. I don't mean it could be anybody, but then yeah. again, you never know. I mean, I know, I know, I also know of another possibility, but I'm not going to mention him either. So, understandable. But anyway, let's see who's next. I'm up. For AEW Dynamite. We got Sting and Darby Allen taking on 2.0. Matt Lee and Jeff Parker. It, by the way, it's a Texas, Texas Tornado Tag Team Match play a holla holla. Oh, yes. I forgot to mention that beforehand. There you go. So I want to make sure I put that in. There we go. Winner of the match, Sting and Darby Allen. No surprise. Time of the match. Yeah, time of the match, six minutes and fifteen seconds. And then we got Sammy Guevara of the Inner Circle. Taking on Sean Spears of the Pinnacle, or as Jordan likes as to, call like it, to call it, the Pineal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, accompanied by Tully Blanchard. Winner of the match, Sammy Guevara. And a shout out to him. Congratulations, he got engaged. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was in his hometown. Yeah, his girlfriend was wow. there. And yeah, absolutely. So, congratulations, Sammy Guevara, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely indeed. Time of the match: nine minute and fifty nine seconds. Hmm. And then we got a segment. Dan Lambert is back, and so oh, is Lance God. Archer. Oh, good lord! That guy, that guy is nuts. Dan Lambert cut a promo. And then, and that was until Lance Archer entered, looking to rekindle his rivalry with Lambert. That was until 
the men of the year, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page attacked the Murderhawk monster from behind. Scorpio Sky, a man also known as Harold. <laughs> and then we have the AEW World Tag Team title match player, Holla Holla. Prime Minister and all that good stuff. Yes. We got Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. <laughs> Taking on the Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. I love that song. Winners of the match and still AEW World Tag Team Champs, the Young Bucks. Time of the match. Hold up a minute and 45 seconds. And then Paul White got, got a big announcement, which is at AEW All Out. It'll be Paul White against QT Marshall. Oh, it's like I call him QT Fire Marshall Bill. <laughs> that was an unbelievable announcement. And then we got Thunder Rosa taking on Penelope Ford. Lit By the way, the I, just got, I just got word from Barbara Bros. He had to cut you off. He said, I'm home. I'll be there in a jiffy. I think he had to, I guess he had to go out somewhere. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. Winner of the match, Thunder Rosa. Time of the match, 7 minutes and 59 seconds. Hello, Hannah Jade. And then, Brandon, you know what time it is. Yes, and the words, of course, from Todd Grisham of uh, as always on Sunday night, he, the match, which is the fifth and final labor of Jericho. Chris Jericho takes on MJF. No Judas effect. No Jericho's entrance music. But, but fans didn't listen to him. Yep. Did they sing the song like they like? They, they, yeah, they, you predicted they, it, Jordan. I I, I, I knew it. I, I did. I not call that. You called it. You called yeah. it, my man. Yeah. Everybody else they, called. Everybody. They were all their own grandmother it. called they were, that. They they go. You are beautiful on the inside. <laughs> oh man, they're uh, man. They've heard it so many times. They don't need. They don't need the the background. Uh, or they don't the, the need rock. it. They got the words right. Yeah, Houston did a great job. Give him a shout out for that. Got it. <sighs> Winner of the match. Uh, MJF won. Uh, that sucks. I had to call him MJ Fluke. My jerk off friend. Yeah, that's what Jericho called him. <laughs> yeah, but you know, here's oh, another. Here's, you know, here's a funny thing. Like I was hoping they would have saved that for All Out. Yeah. Yeah, they would have. Time on the match. Fifteen minute fifty three seconds. Now who? Now who would? Now who here? Let me ask you. Who thought MJF would have? Should have been disqualified because he used the Judas effect on Jericho. You know what? That's I, a weird, 
you know, yeah, I think I agree, I, I agree with you on that because he said no Judas effect. I yeah, think, oh, yeah but, oh, you know what yeah. should happen next? You know what uh, this happens next week on uh, on Dynamite? Maybe maybe Tony Khan or somebody should go out there and, and you know point out the obvious of what happened yeah. with that Judas effect and make and you know make a storyline out of it, making it his first loss on Dynamite because he got himself disqualified. And he'll get. Yeah. Oh, Ibarra's back. Welcome back. Yeah, and that would so, literally upset the pinnacle. Upset my jerk off friend, Maxwell Jacob Freeman. He's like a run. He reminds me of a Run DMC song. You talk too much, and boy, you never shut up. Max, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, or as I like to call him, Maxwell Jacob Fluke. Yeah, that's what I call him. So anyway, uh, but nevertheless, that's the end of my third and final topic. Back to you, Brandon. But before we go, that hey, Ibarra, where do you, you want to kindly explain to us where you've been, young man? Uh, hang on. Oh, now, oh, I put him on the spot, and he's wanting to run away. <laughs> no, it's okay. We'll just, I mean, we can wait, wait for him. But either way, go ahead. Who's next? Oh, two topics. Oh man. I forgot which topic I was going to ha have on the fly, but then again, I will say though that, well, one of them I do know is I don't know what, what's going to happen is that there's going to be like a new update or upgrade to Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. And I think it has something to do with a new sub story. And, you know, and I also have a criticism for that too. So, um, not, not for the upgrade, but for the story, for what I point for what I noticed when I was playing it originally. Um, apparently there is a thing that you're going to actually be able to play as either, you know, the fusion characters as Vegito and, or Gotenks, you know, cause it's part of the boo saga, you know, like when you fuse, but one thing I will say though, it's, it's been quite a while since you've like, since I played Kakarot. The only time I ever did for quite some time was during the new downloadable content type story that had the trunks, the warrior of hope or whatever, I think. And it was actually pretty good. It actually, actually flushes out what happened after the cell saga, you know, and after he destroyed the cell in the future when he went back. But there's only one criticism I will say about the main story of the game before the DLC packs. Is that when you're getting to the Boo Saga and you're already heading for the World Martial Arts Tournament, I don't understand what was the point in having a little time having to play as, as Goten, like walk around with Goten, and, and there was nothing to be done about that at all. I mean, I'm sure you're going to be playing as Gotenks from time to time, but with Goten, just for a brief period of time, when you have to follow Trunks in these random locations, what was even the whole point of that? It just, it's like, you know, they literally put that in there for absolutely no reason, and it wasted time. I mean, personally, if wow. you wanted them to be main characters to be playable, all you got to do is that. The, and that's the only time you play as Goten. The only time you ever can do that is if you had, had a mod or something. Like, and same with Trunks, too, I think. <laughs> Trunks. Yeah that's, the, yeah, that's the character's name. Yeah, I know, Trunks. It's, you know. And there is a feedback. Anyway. Um, now, as for the third and final topic... Well, 
maybe I could just go go ahead and say it. I mean, after all, um, apparently, um, it's not really permanent, but the um, the before the Impact podcast that you know has me and Tom, it's going to be on hiatus for quite some time. That doesn't mean it's canceled, but I will say though, um, the reason why is because you know Tom is doing some other things, you know, which is more important. And he's not going to be on social media. I'm not going to go into detail as to what it is, but I will say though, mm. um, I will say though, it is pretty. Um, I, I hope you know he comes back soon. You know, and that way we continue the project together. But it also gives me more time to try and get the Impact Plus, um, the Impact uh, Plus, you know, app, so I can watch all the other NWA TNA um, shows. So that way I can get caught up. But either way, Tom, best of luck of you, to you, and hopefully, you know, everything's uh, turn out, out okay. And hope you come back real soon, buddy. We all love you. Uh, really, Ben? <laughs> I just saw that comment. You just made the list, Ben. <laughs> top ten people I'm gonna top ten people I'm gonna tear apart. But either way, um. So, yeah, that's going to be it for my third and final topic, you know, both my topics. All right. So, um, okay, so, but before we uh, jump into uh, something else, I might as well explain um, what's been going on with me. So, um, so I'm, I think I should call the big man, where's the butter bro? So, um, what happened is that, um, you know, my mom um, made a deal with me that, um, that as soon as she's come back from work, she's going to take me to college to see uh, some of the classes I'm going to, I'm gonna take and also also pretty much just go over um, like on how I'm how I'm gonna do at the bus because um because of my mom's schedule she's gonna be I don't think she's gonna have time for me to uh, to pick me up home or even my brother to pick me up home so she says that um one of these days you're gonna have to take the bus I was like okay so she uh, so we drove um. So we drove to the to the nearest bus stop and showed me like um, like some like the schedules like um, like the amount like the amount to pay to get into the bus and then showed me to and then showed me the different the different bus stops. So that's what we did. I don't I don't think we did we did that for too long. So I'm th thankfully I, I arrived here just in time. Like I'm I think as soon as the show was gonna end. So well. It's good that you came back in time because I think all of us, I think, well, I finished my three topics. Brandon did. Um, Michael did. I'm not sure about Eric, though. Did he finish all three? Of yeah, he, he's got one more left. So I think okay. it's only fitting that, you know, since you came back here, you know, like to a point where we could have almost closed. I think you should do all three topics on the spot after Eric's third and final topic. Yeah, all right. As yep. punishment for you not being here the whole time, Squidward's ghost commandeth you to clean up his attic. Ooh, means... I'll take that. You should go see this. I guess I'm always in the main event. Basically, oh, yeah. I mean, Either way. I'm just, just all like, right. Just like Eddie Guerrero uh, oh. was in No Way Out 2004. <clears throat> I mean, you did uh, tell me that um, Eric Guerrero was born in El Paso, so it kind of <clears throat> makes sense. Yeah, but you wouldn't last five minutes with Brock Lesnar, though. <laughs> Anyways, 
uh, final, friend, final topic. I know somebody in the chat asked about Max Caster, Platinum Max Caster, what happened on um, the controversy surrounding him. Um, there were rumors that having uh, going around that he's selling his uh, AEW stuff online, and technically he's been suspended. And I don't know if he's ever going to come back to AEW. Um, he was really killing it with the promos until the, uh, the recent one that he did with the um, uh, the Duke Lacrosse and uh, and Simone Biles one, which I, you know, sometimes you know n- nowadays in the in days of council culture, and it, it kind of coincided with Brent um, Dan Lambert was talking about that AEW jumped on the um, on the bandwagon of can of cancel culture, which I think he was referring to the Max Caster situation, and that's what I guessed on. Uh, so let me get this straight: people got offended of what Ma- Max Caster rapped about, you know? Yeah, well, that's what that's what they're um they're saying about that because I don't know why. Um, he is, he is talented. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, let me just say this. Hasn't John Cena ever wrapped controversial stuff before? Well, he has done that in the past. This is before the cancel culture back then before politics really, really just destroyed the whole thing. Um, back then, you know, Cena, Cena getting away with it. Cause remember times have changed back then when Cena did it in 2003, 2004, all that that was back in the day people like that but nowadays with uh with everything being pc social justice and whatnot it social injustice so or social injustice social justice warriors whatever a lot of crazy people out there i can say um that's where max casters i think especially you have a young lady like julia hart ringside only 20 years old you know you're talking about the duke lacrosse situation you know what did she feel very comfortable with that promo or not you know we don't know what's going through yeah, creative freedom and exactly. So that's what, and that's oh, the, that's a good that's a good point that out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I think uh, there are rumors that oh he's not taking those sensitive classes or something like that. So I don't know what the future is for Max from Platinum Max Caster in the acclaimed in AEW, but that's probably uh, one of the best tag teams out there. You know, uh, one of the most talented wrestlers. So if if Platinum Max Caster ends up leaving AEW, I wish him the best in the future somewhere else. But I don't think WWE will take him. But I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know. And I hope. But, but at he, least Anthony it, Bowens is still there. You know? Yeah, Anthony Bowens is very, very good. Like I said, you know. Um, Let me get this. So here's my opinion on this. I think you know. We, I mean, sure, it's almost like John Cena's Doctor Thugonomics thing. But however, he's not being the Doctor Thugonomics. But I will say though. At least, you know, at least he's improving and he's actually, you know, and, and whether he admits it's inspiration or not, still, at the end of the day, you got to admit, we haven't had anything like that since John Cena and, you know. Yeah. And I remember, uh, was it uh, later on, a few, this is a few years ago, when the primetime players were managed by Abraham Washington. Um, remember Abraham Washington? I remember that. I, I think there, I think he said something controversial before. Uh, yeah, Kobe Bryant. Fired. Kobe, Kobe Bryant situation, um, the rape situation there, and I think that's when he got mm. fired I think, right after that. So, didn't and and didn't Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, get killed like last year in a helicopter yeah, crash? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. God rest his soul. But you know, um, yeah, that's an, uh, that's another thing too. This is, you know, when that whole situation with the Kobe Bryant Denver Colorado hotel situation went down, 
and Abraham Washington did make that comment at ringside when he was jumping around, and that's what happened. So, uh, yeah, it's very, very tough nowadays to cut promos and to make, you know, bring some attitude in wrestling, not just AEW, the WWE, and that's why WWE is not doing well as it should it should be because I think that nowadays the social issues nowadays are really, you know, can really hurt um, wrestling. I- you know, I agree. It has, and, it has, and it sucks. And it really, and it re- and it's really, really tough to try to uh, get over when you, you know, like Scott Steiner said some controversial things back in the day. You know, and he, <laughs> like, you know, well, he, well, it's Scott. Well, with Scott Steiner, it's easy to give him a pass because, after all, most of his promos, like hmm. it's, it, it never really did that much with, like, when he did one with politics. I mean, he's only going after something like. That's really light, heavy, you know. Mm, but as yeah. far, but as far as everything's go, I mean, he's okay. Yeah, yeah, we had some controversial wrestling things, you know, the Attitude Era. And DX, what? And, and besides, and besides, what about? I mean, like, isn't con- doesn't controversy create cash? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so use that to your advantage. And yeah. Don't be and, and don't be all like cancel culture about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know that's that's what I hold. Do, wait, hold on, hold on. What happened to Creative Freedom in AW, or does it only apply to Omega and the Bucks and Cody and Dustin? Ooh, Jester may be onto something. I don't know. No, I, I, you know, I really, uh, you know, I just really am just bugs on me or something. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I am just, you know, you know, I'm hoping you know Max Caster does come back from this. Um, if 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 not, we'll see where he ends up. So let's let's just see what happens. Uh, third and final topic. That's that's me. But ah, uh, Psycho Mike got you. Not again. Psycho Mike got you. Psycho Mike. Psycho Mike got you. It looks like a freaking puffer fish. Yeah, it's a puffer fish. I don't know. It's a can. It's it's a Canadian puffer. A puffer. Porky puffer. <sighs> oh, I saw those bad boys in the Super Mario 3D World version of Super Mario Maker 2. I was like, <laughs> if, I, if I if I somehow head to Manitoba one of these days, maybe I should. I, I bet I'll catch a fish that looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, here we go. We already know the drill. Yeah, yay! More of more of three of me. So um. <laughs> To wrap things up, um, this is my show now. So um, this is the the Bumbling Bozos Thursday. So um, one of my topics is there's going to be a new Bob Ross documentary, which is going to reveal a a dark side to the most beloved artist, which is surprising. I I thought he was one of the most like one of the most likable people on on earth, but he always paints happy trees. Yep, yeah, and that's going to be. I'm pretty sure it is going to talk about that, but. According to the, uh, this is from the Rolling Stones, it says a synopsis from Netflix is equally vague, highlighting Ross's storied career as, tel- as television's kindest artist, the big hair cu- cultural phenomenon who assured viewers that there is no, no such thing as mistakes, just happy accidents. Oh, there, you said the line. But the synopsis, but the synopsis, and beyond the iconic hair, smooth voice, and nostalgic painting lies, a mystery that... That many have yet to discover, huh? Which, 
I'm pretty sure it will. I'm, I I hope that it doesn't reveal that like he's a he's an asshole like in person because honestly I would I would even go as far as that uh, Bob Ross he's kind of like Mr. Rogers but but the world of art but in the world of art. I mean I all admit I did some uh, art back in the day but hmm it is I'm actually am kind of interested in seeing this I mean. I know um, earlier this year there was a uh, documentary on the the making of Sesame Street, which I actually I actually kind of interested in seeing that. All right, so if it except I don't even have Netflix, I don't even bother getting Netflix. So I'm, I may rent it on on YouTube if it's available. So moving on is apparently Taco Bell is gonna do a a brand is gonna do a rebrand. Of a of the drive-throughs, and this is going to be a touchless drive-through. So this is according to um, Ax Axios. Late-night munchies will be easier to to satisfy for mobile customers at as Taco Bell's new touchless drive-through restaurant coming in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Let's see. So details the deep. Details of the uh, Taco Bell Deep Fly restaurant will open in the summer of 2022, so next year. There are four drive-through lanes, three of which are are dedicated to mobile or delivery orders. The fourth lane is a traditional drive-through where you where you place your order at at a kiosk and drive ahead for pickup. Mobile order customers scan a, a a QR code they receive when they place their order, then pull forward to receive their food. Food is delivered from the elevated kitchen above the uh, a prop. You see a proprietary lift system similar to the to pneumatic tubes used by those bang branches. Entire pickup. The entire pickup process is contactless, although two-way audio and video technology lets customers interact directly with Taco Bell employees in real, in real life. Which, not gonna lie, this actually looks kind of impressive. Let me just let's see if I can show this. Which, this actually looks kind of cool. Oh yeah, I'm actually I'm kind of interested. I don't like fast food joints like um, maybe a McDonald's or maybe um, Burger King. I'd love to see them do that. So, uh, speaking of Scooby Doo, <laughs> hi, Mom. Hi there, Mama. <laughs> and, well, and speaking of McDonald's, my main event is. This is according to the New York Post. A Guinness a Guinness World Record has been broken for a man eating McDonald's Big Macs daily for 50 years. Oh wow. Somehow, some somehow there is a guy that has been eating McDonald's for probably probably almost the entire the, the entire of the of life. So this is so, Wisconsin says Donald Gorski, aka McDaddy, has been he has been on the world record for the most McDonald Big Mans eaten after consuming a belly swelling. Wow, thirty-two thousand three hundred and forty. Whoa! 
I could even handle I could even handle ten of the ten of those freaking oh burgers. Oh my gosh. So let's let me just go just down here. So you need to see. So he's been eating McDonald's daily since 1972. Wow. It it it, it is 50 years, dang. So this so let's see. Um, actually a two day actually a two day two max a day habit might seem like it will do a number of one one's heart. However, Gorski's blood blood sugar and cholesterol remain re relatively low. I'm healthy as a horse. I weigh 190 pounds and my cholesterol is 165. I'm better than normal, which is iffy. Hmm. But it makes me wonder that he doesn't eat. Makes me wonder that he eat, he eats other like more healthy, nutritious foods, rather be like fruits or vegetables. So I'm I'm glad that he's fine in terms of health. But there are suspicions that if you eat like McDonald's like every, every day of your life, you could practically die from obesity or diabetes or or even more or even or other like terminal ill other terminal diseases. Mm -hmm. So it is. I'm actually I'm kind of surprised to see that this guy, despite all those like high car high calorie junk food that literally can literally can kill you in an instant, that's about he's doing fine. That's about he's been eating like all he's been eating McDonald's for pretty much half of his life. Oof. It makes me makes me wonder if makes me wonder if he actually knew like some of the how how those some McDonald's burgers or the chicken and nuggets were made. Yeah, a heart attack. That's an that's a good point. I mean, yeah, it even mentions the uh, the documentary, the Super Size Me, which I I don't think I've seen that. Well, I ever since I was in high school and I took a health class, I don't think I had I don't think I've seen that movie. I mean, I've seen other documentaries about like um. The the dark how um junk food can uh, affect your life but hmm I think I'm I think I might consider see, seeing the Super Size Me since many people like call it as one of the best one of the more one of the best uh, documentaries ever so okay so he, oh, oh wow he says I drove straight to McDonald's got my first three Big Mac three of them like I said I couldn't even handle one or two. Then got into the car and ate them. Wow. And at that moment, I said, I'm going to probably eat these for the rest of my life. Hmm. Yeah. No offense, but don't care on that. I mean, I know some people who um, ate McDonald's a lot, and the results were were kind of were kind of disgusting. So. So since that fateful day, the Mickey D diehard has been eating at least two, two of the 563 calorie no nauseous on a daily basis, according to the Guinness. Wow. So it's amazing that this guy hasn't died. So kudos to him. But McDonald's, yeah, I'm still kind of iffy at McDonald's because even if I mean, I am already am aware of, like on some of the stingy things that they do. Like some some of the foods can some people got food poisoning because of it. I know how the freaking um, the chicken nuggets were made, and 
after that, I, after that, I almost fainted. So, that, and that does it with my topic. So, after this, I'm probably just going to go to Subway and try my best not to think of uh, that freaking Jared guy. I have seen Super Size Me when I was in high school. Oh, oh, really? I never like, I never did like the McDonald's food. I mean, I don't blame you. Wait a minute, I actually want to read this comment. I see Bar rubbing his his chin. He wishes he had a had big long beard. Well, I'm trying. It's getting there. I'm trying. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm down to 222 now, but I was 265 when I was Oh, wow. Uh, mm, nice. Wow. I've been living, that that's great, but 265 you're like a teenager? Damn. Like I'll I'll probably won't go into details, but when I was in high school, like my weight has been um had its ups and downs literally. But uh, but I haven't I don't think it's been years since I've eaten no, not years. It's been a long time since I've eaten McDonald's. So that that I'm pretty much done with my topic. So we can all just go home now. Oh wait, I am at home. <laughs> We're all home. Yes. Well, with that all being said, I guess it's time we get give our closer as always. Um, if you like this episode, give it a thumbs up. Also, if uh, you missed your chance in the live chat, please. I mean. Don't worry about it. There's always the comment section, you know, and highlight and timestamp your favorite moments. Also, be sure to subscribe to Brandon Martin if you haven't done so already. And also hit the notification bell whenever he does a video or live stream like this one at all times. Same goes for Ibarbro Studios, Eric Lima, Michael Bombardier, and yours truly, J Man's Legit. With that all being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for your better day tomorrow. Now, if you excuse me, I've got some things I need to do. And plus, my parents came home just about. An hour or so ago. So, and good night, final, everybody. And the final, yeah. mo and the oh, final moment. And a final moment. Raven Powers, thank you for subscribing to my YouTube channel. Appreciate you doing that. Hello, Amber Spencer. Sorry you came a little late, but we're we're all can't wait to watch Impact tonight. Molina's debut. Really excited. Great to see it. Yeah, great. To and see Hannah it, J, man. thank you for coming in and being part of the chat. True Anonymous. Um, let's see uh, who else. Ben Wilner. Uh, uh, I Jester, I, a lot of names, a lot of good people, um, a lot of good names, a lot of good people on the chat. Guys have a lot of fun roasting us and when, and making us laugh when we are appreciative of that. So, uh, again, Raven Powers, thank you for subscribing to me on YouTube. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. And thanks for watching them up. So I love how this person says, hi, ho, Kermit the Frog here, which, oh, Canon, Canon the show about. Uh, yes. Um, well, hmm. Oh, boy. I uh, just see, um, Kermit is um education right now, so um he did ask me this. <clears throat> Thank you so much for watching, and that's the episode, another grand episode of the Rat and Ray podcast. And um, tune in next time for another episode of the Rat and Ray podcast. So um, yeah, and oh wait, I hear and waka waka. Oh boy, <laughs> but yeah, keep ranting and raving. Yeah, good night. Good night. Good night.